0: And welcome to the Constitutional Patriot Supplemental Podcast, Tea Party Policy Chat, and this is Scott Harris, the Constitutional Patriot. And today what we're going to be doing is we're going to be talking about the FBI and the insanity that is the FBI. How they are no longer a legitimate law enforcement agency, how they lie, 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 lie liar pants on fire FBI. And we are going to I have Four videos that I want to get to today, and um, t- uh, two of them have to do with Twitter. Okay, <laughs> Twitter, 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 um, and the the other two have to do with um, <clears throat> questioning by uh, c- uh, GOP in uh, the FBI director. Wary, um, I haven't come up with a with a. Um, I'm going to call him Pants on Fire. Okay. <laughs> We're going to go with the, we're going to go with the, um, with Pants on Fire, Liar, Liar, Pants on Fire, FBI. Um, Pants on Fire, uh, also known as the director of the FBI, um, he, (laughs) I got to come up with a better name for him, but it's funny and I'm going to go with it. And that's, you know, because I have that power. I have the power to go with that. Why? Because I'm American. And why? Is I have freedom of speech. And, you know, and also, I'm here. And I can do it. And guess what? No one can stop me. <laughs> no one has the right or constitutional authority to stop me from calling um, liar, liar, pants on fire to the FBI director. <laughs> <laughs> because he is. He's a liar. He's a liar. He, he is a slime bag. He has no legitimacy whatsoever. Um, I, I, I want to come up with a nickname, but, you know, non-legit he's he's no legit <laughs> that doesn't sound right but but pants on fire is funnier i'm gonna go with pants on fire so um i hereby christen the fbi director wary as pants on fire that goes with the king of dumbass, Joe Biden, the crown prince of dumbass, my the dorcas, and the undersecretary, I don't even know his name and I really don't care, the undersecretary of the uh, Department of Homeland Security who's responsible for immigration and policy on the border, Pile of Rocks. So. <laughs> And I'm gonna I'm gonna um go with Sean Hannity's other names for Pocahontas and uh so we'll go with that. So so here we have <laughs> Oh, that's so funny. Um and if you don't think it's funny then you basically don't know anything. I'm I'm gonna go with that. I'm gonna go with that concept. <laughs> so today on the Tea Party Policy Chat I am drinking tau of tea, oolong uh dragon oolong tea. It's really, really good and very, very healthy. Hmm, that's very good. I like my tea strong. I brew it a long time. Um, I could probably brew it less and have and use the the, the tea leaves more than once, but I, I do loose leaf tea. And it's this is brewed. I'm showing it to the to the Red Pill Cam um, in my strainer. I have a strainer mug. That has a strainer that I put the loose leaf tea in, and it strains my tea. And um, I, I, I can use them um, more than once the tea leaves, but the second cup is very weak. It's 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 like you know, it's 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 like you know, uh, it's weak sauce. Um, but the first tea, oh man, it's dark. It's it's oh strong. I like my tea strong. Now just like I like my coffee strong and black, and so. <laughs> Um, so, that what we're going to do is, um, on the Tea Party Policy Chat, I drink tea and talk politics. (laughs) So, hey, and history and economics, so it's all good. We're, um, the Tea Party Policy Chat is the, is, um, my podcast dealing with strictly domestic issues, um. That on, on things that I don't have time to cover on the Constitutional Patriot podcast, because I cover so much stuff on the Constitutional Patriot podcast, I cover so many topics. Um, here I focus more on just little bit it's additional it's an addition to it's an add on it's a free add on it's free to subscribe so um in the show notes please subscribe it's avail- um the tea party policy chat is is available on Spotify it's a better on Apple podcast and it's on a few others um uh, it's it's not available as widely broad as, on as many platforms as the constitutional patriot podcast it has to do with how uh, the the I'm using ACAST instead of Buzzsprout and then the Tea Party um, and then the Patriot Foreign Policy Podcast. That is on Archer and so is the Solopreneur Business Patriot Podcast. They're on different uh, platforms. So, um, And some platforms are, are, are easier to add on to different networks and distributing and things like that. Um, so there's that issue, but wherever you go on whatever podcast you find me on, there is always a link in the show notes to all my other podcasts. So click that, go there and subscribe. Thank you. Also, there will be a link in the show notes for some tip jars. So please help support podcasting because it does get expensive. And I do have, um, I would love to add some call in features to, to my shows, in the future, but that requires software and equipment to be able to do that, and that kind of stuff is very expensive. So please help contribute. I would really appreciate that. There is a Buy Me a Cup of Coffee link and a PayPal Donate tab um, link in the show notes. So I thank you in advance for that. So God bless you for that. So now what I want to get to today is I want to do a little bit about... um, my morning news review and coffee. The markets were down and Apple, wow, wow. <laughs> oh, I'm glad I got out when I did. Um, my dad was planning to get out, but now he has to wait for it to go back up because it's below where he bought it at. He'll take a loss. Um, it's at 131 this morning. I got out at 72, so <laughs> I got out at 172, so I'm good on that. Um, and my, oh, I looked at my, I looked at my IRA, because that's all all I have is, is, is basically trading with my IRA. I I haven't put any money in my IRA in a year, um, but it, but it's been growing significantly due to trading within the podcast, within the, uh, growth of it, I, I'm, um, I I'm at my IRA from my cash contributions to where the market value is now. I'm at a 350 percent return on investment within uh, basically a year and a half, <laughs> um, or a year, a year in a, it's about a, it's been about a year and like eight months that I've had my um, IRA and I put in from and I put in cash into I put into it one time and from that one cash infusion into the account into the IRA I've I've through trading and smart investing I was able to have a 350 return on investment 350% return on investment and so that's really good and and it was even surprising to um uh, cuz i have my ira through uh, charles schwab and they were like wow 350% return on investment in in less than 2 years that's they said that's like almost unheard of so but uh that's how i roll i kick ass but <laughs> extremely lucky <laughs> i got luck i got made i got lucky on some on several investments and and uh so there's that, but one thing that I um, now I'm in in basically secured high dividend stuff. So that's you know just gonna grow, and uh, oh I love my I love my oil pipeline. Oh that's so fantastic! I love that MPLX, MPLX, MPLX. <laughs> I really really love that, and I have a Vanguard uh, high dividend ETF. Oh that's awesome! That's awesome! That's awesome! I have an ET I have an ET pipeline. That's, it's, yeah, it's not, we'll wait till see the dividends. I haven't, in and, and, you know, I might dump it. I, I'm not, I'm not happy with that, but, oh, I love my MPLX. Oh, it might, okay, so there's that. I'm, I'm, I'm gushing on, on my, on my favorite investments, but, you know. And so, so the, um, and then the other news they had, was the number, the reason is housing starts, oh, the housing market is so bad. Um, though the inflation, the, the interest rate on, on 30-year mortgages is down to 6.7%. I think it was it 6.9%, I think it was, from this morning. Um, I was, it was my, it was, they were talking about it when I was having my first, when I had like two sips of coffee, you know, so it was like, a, I can't believe it was six point something. i think seven. I'm either thinking seven or nine. Six point seven or six point nine, it's something of that. It had a, like a line on it, so it was like you know, it's either it could be you know six point. It, it's either seven or nine. <laughs> it's one of those. Two. So I'm gonna go with you know I'm gonna split the difference and go six point eight. Okay, it's like <laughs> I can't really remember. It's six point either seven to nine in between somewhere in somewhere in that ballpark. But you know, um, but the thing is, is that the prices are high. I mean, it's like. There's no, there's no, there's no, uh, uh, houses available. It's like you have housing shortages in Florida to the high prices. People are, you know, and, and you, it, there's, it's really down. It's not a good market for, for housing right now. And, um, the prices are the high interest rates, the, the high prices; people are priced out of the market. I'm priced out of the market. There's like no way in hell, and here in California, I'd be able to buy a house ever. <laughs> you know, it's like I gotta, you know, you order, me, you order me to buy a house. I gotta move to like Arkansas, some place with a lower, a lower cost of living than California. It's, it's never gonna happen here. It's just too massively too expensive. I mean, for 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 what you could get for like four hundred thousand dollars here you could get like a a seven bedroom house on 10 acres in in other places it's like ridiculous and so you know what what is really needed if they can come up with some like you know moderately pli- priced starter homes that would be a that if you can figure out how to do that and make a profit that would be a good investment but you know um I actually have a plan for that but uh, I'm not going to share that here I'm going to keep that secret <laughs> Because that's how I roll. Because I can do that. Because guess what? I'm an American. And I bring that up. Because it, that's another thing is on the news. Stanford University says. Saying American is racist. The word American is racist. Yeah. Stanford could kiss my butt. Oh and Karen is racist. I don't know. That's hostile. I don't know why. I was like. So all the people named Karen. Anybody that says her name. They're being hostile and negative and offensive to somebody. I. Don't <laughs> There's a whole list, and it's like, really, you're talking about these words that they've removed from th- that you are not allowed to say on the like, Stanford campus. My question is, what are you going to do? What, what's going to happen to you if you say American? What's going to happen to you? What if you say Karen? What's going to happen to you? You know, all, or any of these other st- words that are basically common words that is used in common in common speech, There's a whole list of them. It doesn't really. It complete. It's completely irrelevant what they are. It's the fact that Stanford University, the Ivy League, Stanford, in their all-knowing and wokeness, has declared these words improper to say. It's like really. And and I was watching outnumbered, and and they were talking about how, because it all started with politically correct. If you say, if you make it. Where you can no longer say certain words. You can no longer think certain things. You will no longer say certain things. And they will control your mind and control your thoughts. And control what you can and can't do. And I'm sitting there going, "Hmm, I'm not politically correct. I'm not woke. I'm anti-woke. I mean, it's like, oh, you have to do that. I'll be that. I will be anti-woke just because you say I have to be woke. I say, woke hit my butt. And that's just, you know, I... You know, <laughs> you know they tell me you, ha- you have to like, you have to use the they, them when talking about th- to this person. I go, that's one person. That's not a they. That's not a them. That's an individual. That is a he or a she. Or I can, if you want, if you're referring to one person and you don't want to use he or she, guess what? There's a word for it. It's called it. It. So that's the proper word. If you're speaking about an oh, individual, if you're talking about more than one, like two, it's they or them. But if you're talking about one person, then it's either he or she or it. It is referred to one. So, yeah, I don't use they or them. I use it. Because they or them is not proper English. It's not proper grammar. Right and one thing that I learned in four, in fourth grade from mrs. Winchester, my fourth grade teacher is proper is the proper pronoun right i'm i'm i I'm, I'm i I got really good scores on proper pronoun and 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 you know and conjunctions I'm really good at conjunctions conjunction function what you, <laughs> conjunction junction what's your function schoolhouse rock man schoolhouse rock baby that's where it's at, <laughs> oh, and how a bill becomes law, yeah, yeah. That's a good one, too, yeah, that's my favorite <laughs> oh, so times were so much better, and key people were small smarter when you had schoolhouse rock. <laughs> uh, kids nowadays are so stupid. <laughs> oh, those gen Zers and those millennials, oh, you know, oh, they have air between their ears with nothing in there. It's like you know it's like a vacuum, it's like. <laughs> Oh, they get their information from TikTok. <laughs> oh, so, so stupid they are. They, as in them, as in multiple people, not they, as in them, as some person who doesn't, who has not comprehended that they are one person. Now, see, here's the thing. <laughs> see, this all has to do with what they were talking about. These, these like words that Stanford University, oh, Stanford University says you're not allowed to use. I saw, them, I was looking on that, and I saw American, and I could see, I could see they, you know, the, the, American, but why Karen? <laughs> I saw Karen on that list. It's like, I didn't care. I, I had, I, I went and got ready to go to the office, and I didn't hear the rest of it, but they, oh, Avatar, Avatar, there's, there's a group that wants to boycott Avatar, right, because it's racist, because the white actors that are pretending to be blue aliens <laughs> because they have dreadlocks because they have braids in their hair that they're being racist and and culturally insensitive to blue aliens that don't exist <laughs> <laughs> that's so funny you it's like real and they're serious about it it's like i'm offended. There, there, there's there's a group of people that are offended that they're That the aliens that don't exist, that are blue, 19 feet tall, with pointed ears, are being racially insensitive because there's no minorities that are pretending to be uh, 19 foot blue aliens. (laughs) They're all white. Which is not true. Which is not true. The, the, the guy's wife, the main blue alien female she's the, the actress that plays her is black So you know she's not offended she's not she's not you know um, I, I would really like to know what her her position is because she's 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 black and she's you know she's 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 black as she's being culturally insensitive to herself I mean by pretending to be a blue. alien. Can't you can't even do it without laughing. You can't even you can't even talk about this in a serious way because they don't exist. It's like, it's, like, it's so funny. It's absolutely ridiculous. Oh, as I as I laugh and and take a sip of my oolong Tong tea. Oh, that's good tea. <laughs> It's so funny, okay. So so that's enough for the for the morning news review, and I hope that you enjoy. Uh, you gotta check if you c- go 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 online, go and check out the conversation on that numbered about <laughs> about the blue aliens. <laughs> it's so funny. Oh, it's absolutely hilarious. Oh, so funny, so funny, so funny. So what we're gonna do is we're going to. Um, we're gonna get going here on the um, the videos that we have to cover today, and I'm gonna go. <laughs> I want to go with. Um, I'm gonna go with. Um, I want to go with with the uh, surveillance, FBI surveillance. Now the thing is, is that um, I'm I'm I am. I have no respect for the FBI. They are basically um, no longer a legitimate law enforcement agency in my mind. They are no—they are basically a a criminal organization um, that is basically a uh, the enforcer and thug grouping of an illegal conspir- uh, an illegal uh, organization known as the Democratic Party in the Biden administration. Who is an accessory, an accessory to child rape, an accessory to drug trafficking, and sex trafficking? Um, what doing to what is currently at the border? That's my viewpoint on it. And if you don't like it, tough shit. That's the way it goes.
1: The answer, Dr. Ray, is uh, Facebook or any other social media company supplying private messages or data on American users that is not compelled by the government or the FBI.
0: So here's here's the thing: is is that is the FBI requesting or getting private information or data or monitoring or surveilling people on Twitter or social media without a justifiable warrant, without probable cause and without a legal right to do so. That's basically what he's asking for.
1: Beyond.
2: um not compelled, in other words, not in response to the legal process.
1: No warrant, no subpoena, they're just supplying you information on
0: their users? Uh, I don't believe so. But See, this is, he's lying right here because guess what? We have Twitter messages and we have Twitter emails and we have 10 Minutes minute and we have all this information from Twitter, thank you Elon Musk, that proves that the FBI has had... Weekly meetings, getting information on users and their and their and their data, um, without warrants, without probable cause, and without um, without any legal right to do monitor or, or 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 censor them.
2: But uh, but I can't sit here and be sure of that as I as I sit here.
1: Can you give us a, a yes or no by going back to your team and asking? Because it's a very specific question. Because if they are, it's against the law. The law, the Stored Communications Act, the Electronic Communications Privacy Act of 1986, prohibits providers from sharing electronic communications with any person or entity unless it's compelled. This was done to protect the privacy of people so we could feel like we can send an email or direct message to people without having that information given over. It's a very specific question. Will you get with your team of lawyers and give us a specific answer? Because this is the law. If you're doing it, then we need to go to court to prevent you from receiving this information.
0: Well, I- And we have the information that they have been doing it. Um, thank you, Twitter. Thank you, Elon Musk. And they have been doing it. They, there is evidence of it. And one of the lawyers from the FBI... Was was working for Twitter, and was his job was to coordinate this activity. So, so yeah, the basically the we have right now, and um, you, you can't sit there. He cannot sit there. Um, li- pants on fire. Um, Chris Uh Wary, the the director of the FBI, um, also known as Pants on Fire, cannot sit there in a hearing and tell to Senator Rand Paul that, oh, there's no, I have no knowledge of anything. He does have knowledge of it because they were weekly meetings. So he's saying that, that a massive number of his employees, and former agents who are working, they even had a special FBI task force at Twitter to basically streamline the onboarding process of FBI agents into the Twitter system. So, mm, yeah, he didn't know about it. That's a lie. Liar, liar, pants on fire, wary. Pants on fire, wary. Lies to Senator um, Rand Paul in a... In a committee hearing, um, in this U.S. Senate, when he is under oath, he has committed perjury. Pants on Fire has committed perjury. I, I can tell you that I'm
2: quite confident we're following the law. But what I will also well, do that's, is not, the with, that's but, not the answer. That's not the answer. But
0: I will also follow up with you to make sure. See, he's 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 he hasn't followed the law. He's committed a crime. He has committed a crime, and he needs to be impeached. And he actually has his staff thrown in jail. Yeah, he needs to have his ass thrown in jail, and not one of those not one of those blue collar like lompoc jails. You know, he needs to be put in like you know, um, do they do th- see they don't do this anymore. They need to w- w- where they have like in the old movies where basically you, you're in jail and your your job is to break r- big rocks down into little rocks with hammers, right? He, that's what he needs to do. That's what he needs to do. He needs to be in hard labor because he's a slime bag. He is he is a complete. Deplorable human being. He has no honor. He is a liar. He is he is committing massive amounts of crime, and and he's he's a slime. He's a complete shit.
2: I'm sure that we get you okay. more information, more detailed information.
0: Is the F- FBI
1: obtaining anonymous social media data, and then using technical methods to pierce the anonymous nature of the data? No.
0: They were doing that as well. And thank you, Elon Musk, and Twitter information for that as well. Here he is. See, Ron Paul knows. He's a a good lawyer. He knows what he's doing. He's not asking questions that he doesn't have the answer for. He knows the answers to these questions already. He knows the answer to the questions already. Anonymous social media data? So, so you purchase
1: data. People purchase data all the time, and we sort of tolerate it for advertisings and things because it's anonymous data. Are you purchasing what is said to be anonymous data through the marketplace and then piercing the anonymous nature to attach individual names to that data?
0: Right. Yes, they are doing that, and he knows it. But when you asked about anonymous
1: data, I was thinking more in terms of... Um, no, I'm talking about data that is that, out there.
0: Data that is out there that, that Facebook sells and and has been, and Facebook and Twitter and all these people sell. They sell that to that make their money. And, yes, they have the access to that data from the FBI. It has been documented. Thank you, Elon Musk, for releasing that information. And, and yeah, it, they are doing it. So they basically, once again, committing a lie, committing a felony, and basically an illegal act. Thank you, Pants on Fire, FBI Director Rary, also known as Pants on Fire. And also in this hearing, is is also here, is Secretary Mayorkas the Dorcas the Crown Prince of Dumbass,
1: And are you purchasing data and then piercing the anonymous nature of that data?
0: So the manner in
2: which we use, uh, we usually use the term commercial data, um, uh, is probably longer than I could explain here. But again, let me have a... a
0: It's really not longer than you can explain here. It's really simple. I can do it for you because basically you're an idiot. Um, We purchase data or we are given data um, and we basically... Find out who it belongs to, and then we go to Twitter and say, uh, and say, block this data, delete this person, uh, suspend this account, delete their tweets, and that's what they're doing. That's, (laughs) yeah, okay. See how easy? See, 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 pans on fire. How easy that was. It was very simple and factual and accurate. You are a complete dumbass idiot. Okay, let's see how many more times you could commit your commit perjury to um in this. Few minutes uh, that we have to to basically hear your bullshit. <laughs> a, uh,
1: so you 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 are you aren't pro- uh, You me. will not answer the question of whether or not you're attaching names to anonymous data.
2: I think it's a more complicated answer than I can.
0: It's not a more complicated answer because guess what you're doing and it's a very simple. I just did it. See see how easy it was. It's pff, it, I I it took me what three seconds. You are a complete idiot. Give here. <laughs>
1: So, so far we're 0 for 2 with getting you to answer this, but you're pledging you will actually answer the question because you have to realize the frustration. We'll write your letter and your team of lawyers will write back 15-page letter that says nothing, and you won't answer the question. These are very specific. This is whether you're obeying the law, whether we can have confidence. I want to have confidence in the FBI. We are obeying. I
0: have no confidence in the FBI. The FBI is not obeying the law. They are committing crimes, and there is they have, they have no legitimacy as a law enforcement agency at all. Zip, zero, nada. Nada, 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 nothing. Zip, zilch. They have luck. They have they have committed they have lied on affidavits to judges they have falsified evidence um, in the in the russian scandal and and against trump they are committing crime after crime after crime, and nothing is happening to them. they're The ooh, because why? Because they're the Department of Justice, and who's responsible for investigating the Department of Justice? Ooh, the Department of Justice. They're, they have no one over, no oversight over them, and the the government administration is the Biden administration is the one doing this. And this is this is going back to pro, to pro, to Trump. They, they were doing this during Trump. And, and that what has led to is that during the Obama and Clinton eras, they basically filled the FBI with lying, scumbag, dumbass shits who basically commit crimes on a regular basis for to advance the political narrative and the political advancement of, of themselves and the Democratic Party. So uh, they have no legitimacy in my mind whatsoever. They can, sh- they can ooh, their FBI, shove it up your ass. You have no legitimacy whatsoever. None, zip, zilt, nada. ...in the law.
1: Well, you're saying that, but we won't tell us the answer.
0: I said... So you, so would, you have to no, say I, yes... That's not what yes, I...
1: No, you aren't telling me the answer, and the answer is, are you collecting data not compelled by a warrant. That would not be in compliance with the law, but you won't answer that you're not collecting that
0: data. I I said two
2: things. One, we're following the law, and second, that we would have somebody follow up with you with
0: more detail. The fact that he said we are following the law when the law was just described to him, he's lying, lying. He committed another act of perjury. So far, that's four in how many minutes? (laughs) Four felony um, perjury um, charges uh, against him right now. That's four. Pants on fire. Four fell. Four felonies in in just as many minutes. Detailed specific. So those are messages. two specific
1: questions. Are you getting data from them that's not compelled, and then are you yes. piercing the anonymous nature of that technically? Yes. Um, are you receiving private messages from social media companies uh, through the use of uh, uh, confidential human sources? Yes. From Facebook, social media companies, you have people working over there who you're paying or who are volunteering to give you information, even though it would be against the law for Facebook to do this. But now you're saying, well, we'll get around the law by using confidential human sources. You, yes. You mean,
2: just to be clear, I'm following the question. You mean, in effect, recruiting a human source inside the company? Exactly. Yes.
0: Yeah. No, I don't believe so. I think what we
2: have had situations where we have confidential human sources not employed. See,
0: what they have did is in, they're not recruiting. What happened is Twitter recruited their PERS people and have moved them over from the FBI to Twitter. And now they're working for Twitter. Okay, and they even, Twitter has even had an onboarding, a special task force program to onboard FBI agents onto their system to, that, became, that became working for Twitter. So, hmm, so yeah, they are, and that's another crime, there we go, and another lie that he just did. So we're at, what, five or six, I lost count, five or six, five or six uh, acts of perjury. In as many minutes. Wow. Boys of those
2: companies, but who report to us on their own communication. Okay. So if, if the two of us had a communication and Secretary Mayorkas was a human source, he could report to us about what he is saying to me. Once again, I'd like yeah.
1: the answer to be more specific from your team. Not that I don't believe so, but you are or are not using human confidential resources within Facebook.
0: They are. So we
1: get back to the idea of whether or not you're getting information for them outside the warrant process, because the question, the next question is, which you probably won't answer either, is are you taking information that you're getting not through the warrant process and then going around and coming back and using that as a predicate for getting a warrant to actually get the information you've already been given? So you love your driver.
0: Okay, so... <laughs> uh, so that is um, what... Okay, what he's meaning about that is that um, they're, they're getting their information illegally and then using that information that they got illegally to, to then get a warrant to where then they can use that information in court or to suspend or to take action against the individual. See, so basically, fruit of the poison, they're using illegal information as, quote, probable cause to get a warrant to then make that information legal so that they can use it to press charges or to suspend or to take action. So that is what it, that he's referring to. Okay, so that is what's going on there. That's, that's, that's what, that's what uh, Senator Rand was, was expressing.
2: I'm not sure I'm completely following the...
1: Basically, you get information that Facebook's volunteering. This has all been written up in the Post article. You're familiar with the Post article with the accusations. And the question is, are you getting information they're giving to you? They say, oh, somebody says January 6th was great. Here's information on this guy. Then you're taking it and then using it as a predicate to say, well, now let's go to the court and get a real warrant and get the information we already actually got without a warrant.
2: So we get tips and leads from all over the place, from members of the public, from businesses, from community leaders, from other and government partners, uh, all the time. And we use the tips and leads that we right. get to often form predicates for law. Are you getting tips? Are you
1: getting tips and leads from Facebook and social media companies?
0: We get tips and leads from companies, absolutely. Right. See, right here, he just admitted, he just admitted that he's committed a felony under oath because taking informa- getting information from a from a digital media company is already established they are not allowed to give that information out without being compelled by a warrant so getting tips and leads from from information makes any information from them illegal and cannot be used in court, number one. Number two, He's already. he said he's not doing it, we're following the law. He just admitted, he just contradicted himself. He is breaking the law by taking tips or leads to use, to use as probable cause to get a warrant, then to compel that information that was already given to him. Illegal, 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 okay? Any prosecution on that, any evidence used in court against anybody gotten that way, is fruit of the poisonous tree, and must be thrown out. That's the law. That's the law. That's the law. And he is breaking the law. He is committing what is that? Six, seven, nine perjury? And he just admitted it? He just admitted committing a felony. On November 7th in the year of Lord, 2022, Um, FBI Director Chris Ware just admitted to committing a felony, an illegal act with his FBI on November 17th in the year of our Lord, 2022. Liar, liar, pants on fire.
1: It includes private information.
0: I'm not
2: aware of us but receiving any tips or leads See, here's the point of the may of the state
1: of the state 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 of the of us are of that you're getting this information that are private communications between people because it is against the law. It's against the law for Facebook or social media companies to give it to you, but it's also against the law for you to receive it. So you're going to have to very specifically go back with your team and search over whether you're doing it, not just say, oh, we're probably not, we obey the law, we're good people. the Well, no, there are doubts because this has been reported. Even the FBI, when you responded to the New York Post article, said that companies are referring information to the FBI with investigative value relating to foreign malign influence. Now, there'd probably be a great deal more tolerance about that if it's foreign malign influence, but the question is, are you also receiving information on so-called domestic. but What what would that mean? Is someone questioning whether paper ballots are an accurate way of running election? Is that good enough for you to be getting our private information because we have a political beef with the way votes are counted or recorded in our country? Is that something that you're collecting information on? Are, you, are they giving you information on private Things that you've told them. Well, we people who question the election, we want we want to hear about these people, and so then they're giving you this information. Or are you receiving information? I'll, like I'll give that? you
2: two classic examples that I think happen with some frequency.
0: One, you, you think you think happen. This is okay. Cover your ass, time. This is this is pants on fire trying to put to cover his burning ass um, with bullshit. Okay, that's what we're hearing is we're shoveling bullshit on his burning ass.
2: If we supply information to, say, Facebook or any number of other technology companies about foreign accounts, Russian intelligence service, for example, accounts, they when they...
0: Or anybody who's cla- who is classified as conservative who, doesn't, who thinks that there has been voter fraud that existed.
2: They then look in their system for those accounts they often find other accounts related to those and they provide tips and leads back to us about those. That's one example. A second and that's
0: illegal. That's illegal. That's illegal. Would be a situation where a technology... See, the thing is, any, any tips or leads coming from a digital media company, social media company, in any way, shape, or form, without a written warrant requesting that information, being compelled to give that information, getting it or conversation about it, is illegal. It's against the law. Okay? It is against the law. And he just said, oh, we're giving them information, and they're going, and they're giving us the tips and leads about it. Guess what? Oh, do you have a warrant? No. Did you have legal right to even send them information and request inf- requesting information about this? No. No. That's a crime. He committed another crime. He admitted committing another crime. Pants on fire is a criminal dumbass shit. Moving on. The company
2: encounters a threat of violence on their platform, on their
0: services, and they provide... Um, What has been classified as a threat of violence is, guess what, disagreeing with wokeness has been classified an act of violence. Ooh, yeah, not,
2: not. Tips and leads to us, and we follow and up a, on and those. And threats there's of violence. not
1: a lot of disagreement about that. The question is, is when we start to talk about political speech, and that is the question: Are you receiving things that could be interpreted? And We'd want to know, and if we're, you're not going to admit to us, whether it's political speech, someone who questions the election, you know, someone who uh, is is mad about something that uh, that is going on, but not saying they're directly going to commit mm-hmm. violence. They're mad about things. What the New York Post article said is, yes, you're getting this, and then when they're finally read in context, and this is from a whistleblower, which makes us suspect you're not being forthcoming or honest with us, is that whistleblowers are saying you are receiving this information from Facebook and others, and that you are going around the Constitution then to come back and try to get warrants for it. But then once you read it, there's been no actionable intelligence on this, but this is an active program that you've got. you work for the government. you. You should admit to us whether or not you have a program going after our speech.
0: Thank you, Senator so we, Paul. We investigate violence, not That's he's once again, liar liar, pants on fire. Whistle blower just blew out your ass, you dumbass idiot. <laughs> oh, wow. Oh, moving on. Oh wow, oh, oh she is my favorite oh she is so pretty. Um I'm I'm now going to um this other one. This is Twitter Files Reveal Cozy Relationship with FBI and um i'm going to i'm going to do i did one about senate hearings and this is about fbi then i'm going to go back and do the other one i have with Holly, uh senator Holly, and then ended up in ending with twitter um so this is about twitter uh, <laughs> oh man okay this is asani she is a um reporter for uh F- fox news and she is the legisl- she is normally the legislative correspondent um, for, for the legislator of legislative news correspondent for Fox News. And honestly, she is, wow, um, one of the most beautiful women on TV at all, period. End of story. Moving on.
3: Meanwhile, Elon Musk's newest Twitter file showing how cozy the relationship was between the FBI and Twitter right before he took over. Journalist Matt Taibbi's thread showing that there were more than 150 emails
0: Okay, Matt Taibbi is an independent journalist that Elon one of two independent journalists that Elon Musk has basically entrusted with all of the Twitter files um um so that they can get to the truth. And there um what is on the screen now with with her is the um between um January 2022 and November 22 between January 2020 and November 2022 there were 150 emails between the FBI and former Twitter trust safety chief Yoel Roth. so so basically in the other video is are they having communications and sh- getting information from social media um, or sharing information get, requesting information back and forth um, He said no, they're not doing it most likely not they're obeying the law. Here is 150 emails. Between the two, okay, which clearly show that the felony has been committed, because sharing any information without a warrant from a from a social media digital platform to the government in any way is a, is a felony. Um, both both of them are committing a crime. The uh, Twitter giving it out and the FBI taking it. That's two crimes right there. So that's, you know, hmm, that's 300 crimes, 300 crimes right there, 300 crimes that has been happening between the FBI and Twitter trust and safety chief, Yoel Roth. And uh, number five, uh, email, Twitter number five. Some are mundane, like San Francisco agent Elvis Chan, wishing Roth a happy new year along with a reminder to attend our quarterly next week. (laughs) Quarterly call next week. So they have a quarterly call where FBI agents were on that quarterly call getting information from Twitter. That's a crime. That's a crime. All other requests for information into Twitter users related to active investigations. So, once again, there was... Information gathering without a warrant, without being compelled to do so, once again a felony. Committing a felony on Twitter. Um, so, Chief Yol Roth, uh, the Twitter Trust and Safety Chief, is a felon. Is a criminal, right? So that that's a that is the reality. 150
3: emails between the FBI and the safety chief, Yol Roth, between January of 2020 and November of 2022. And while some of these exchanges were, quote, mundane, others are, quote, requests for information into Twitter users related...
0: Ooh, requests for... Didn't we just hear Pants on Fire Director Wary say that they weren't... Requesting information on individual Twitter, on, on social media users without a warrant, without probable cause. And here we have, out of the 150 emails between them, most were, were requests for information, um, which is basically a felony crime that is being, <laughs> oh, wow, this, this is, hmm, Wary needs to go to jail. Hands on fire where he needs to go to jail, and we have it right here in a tweet, right here. Um, like, San Francisco agent Elvis Chan. Elvis Chan has committed a crime. FBI agent Elvis Chan is committing a crime requesting information on Twitter users. He is a felon. He is a criminal, and he is... Ooh, they, he is a San Francisco agent. So, is he an agent in charge? What is his rank in the FBI? Because agent FBI agent Elvis Chan is in fact a criminal with what 150 um, uh, 150 felonies, felony acts, just in these two tweets on the screen right here. On the, uh, so 150 felony acts. Wow. Oh. Hopefully get those get the 10 years running congruent. That would be, what, 150,000 years, 15,000 years? Yeah, I'd do that. 15,000 years in prison. Yeah, Elvis Chan, enjoy that time.
3: Related ...to active investigations. Yes, I would call that cozy. And just how much attention the FBI paid to Twitter.
0: Cozy and illegal. Cozy and illegal. For a third time, cozy and illegal
3: election tampering, that was also revealed in the latest dump. Now, Taibbi tweeting that the FBI social media focused task force, which was created after the 2016 election, grew.
0: And they just had a, a converse, interesting conversation with Senator Rand that we were covering, and, and pants on Fire, FBI Director Welty, is that they basically, he's, were not having, they could not answer if they have a task force or an organization, here we have an FBI social media focused task force known as FTIF, okay, um, created in the wake of the 2016 election. What is the way? Ooh, Trump became president, so we have to find a way to get him out of office and to get him impeached and to get him to where he can't win re-elections so we have an fbi task force whose purpose whose sole purpose is to bring down a president by committing acts that are against the law 80 agents 80 agents and corresponded with twitter to identify alleged alien influence in the election tampering uh, no, this is a scam. Scam, 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 illegal activity, illegal activity. 80 agents have 80 agents have committed a felony. 80 agents have committed a felony. This is this makes the FBI a non-legitimate law enforcement agency. You have 80 you have a task force whose sole purpose it is is to commit to break federal law that is what is happening here that is a factual statement they are the purpose of this task force is to break federal law is to commit felonies to commit a crime to bring down a president that they don't like weaponization of the fbi which is a felony
3: eventually to about 80 80- Agents, 80 FBI agents. So the question now, how is the mainstream media reacting to all of this? Well, Network News, virtually ignoring the sixth installment.
0: Not virtually, totally. Zero seconds on ABC, CBS, NBC. Okay. Wow. Zero. Not one second dedicated to this story. Because why? Is because they were complicit in it
3: of the twitter files since they dropped yesterday afternoon and instead reporting on the reporters that elon musk suspended for allegedly doxing him so let's talk about all of this uh twitter craziness i want to start with you lisa because when you when you think about this real
0: okay so here there's a panel discussion this is the big saturday show Um, this is, I've never seen this, the big Saturday show. This is probably on like late at night or very, 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 very early in the morning. So, um, this is, but who's here? We have Lisa, is it Lisa booth? We're going to find out
3: relationship. I've never heard of anything like this. Um, the FBI did release a statement, if we could pop that up on the screen really quickly, and I'll just read off just the first line here. The FBI regularly engages with private sector entities. So that's their defense. Hmm. They're saying they, they do this all the time.
0: Yeah, see, here's the thing. Um, there's a law, a 1986 law that says they can't do this. There is a 1986 federal law That says they cannot receive any information without a warrant from from electronic media sources. Okay, Um, social media. They cannot do it. It is illegal. So, hmm, so the FBI regularly breaks the law. Okay, Um, and gathers illegal um, information on individuals in violation of the 1986 federal law, Um, and. They use it to basically do all kinds of illegal activities because guess what? The FBI has no legal legitimacy whatsoever because they basically break the law whenever they want.
3: Time, Lisa. What's the point? They
4: spy on Mm. Americans all the time, and it really raises the question, is the mission of the FBI to keep Americans safe or is it to spy and surveil Americans, right? And it seems like it's the latter instead of, the former, and you can go back. Ron Paul said in 1988 that that was the mission of the FBI—to spy on Americans and to spy on Americans who disagree uh, with the, you know, the president in charge uh, policy, right? And he pointed out to Woodrow Wilson during the First World War of using the FBI to spy on Americans, to arrest Americans who disagreed with him and his policy in regard to, to Europe. And you can go back to the 1917 Espionage Act, which was the first.
0: Wow. So basically, the entire existence of the FBI was one to where it violated the Constitution. Wow. Huh. That's an interesting conceptual framework. And one that up until the current realizations, the awakening of information, of facts, that the FBI is in fact a political entity, is in fact a political activist for one political ideology, that which is total authoritarian rule of big government in violation of all constitutional rights, they have no legitimacy whatsoever. Hmm. Interesting. So, you know, they have these sanctu- this sanctuary, sanctuary city and sanctuary state things about immigration. That opens up a whole flood of things. So, you know, if, if a city or or a state or a county has the legal under the uh, FBI under the under the offices of of social justice why you're them, Okay, to basically pass laws nullifying federal legal federal actions. Because we don't like it because it violates our self-protective warrior mindset. Okay, so basically, well, what if what if a city or a county would pass sanctuary city laws to protect them from self-protective warrior bullshit? <laughs> oh, because under if 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 one set of social if one set of sanctuary laws is legal, then. All sanctuary laws are legal. That cr- that basically means that any city city council can basically void any federal action. Ah, oh, but what about the supremacy clause of the United States Constitution? Wow, that really throws in a wrench to the sanctuary bullshit. <laughs> oh, wow. Wow, 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 wow. That's an interesting conundrum, don't you think? It is it interesting conundrum that you have but it, what is the situation we're dealing with right here? We have the FBI committing illegal unconstitution acts against the populace in direct violation of numerous laws, not just the 1986 uh um Digital uh, reporting law that they were that Rand Paul was talking about in that part. So let's go on and, and learn more about. I hope that this that these uh, uh, these re- realizations, these re- revolution, every aspects of what is actually occurring with this illegal activity of the FBI. Does what is what, does that make you trust the FBI? Do you trust the FBI after hearing that they have a a task force whose sole purpose is to violate the United States Constitution and break federal law? Interesting conceptual framework because here's the thing: if you trust the, if you think the FBI is legitimate, after they're breaking, well, it's that law. It has nothing to do with me. Well, maybe you're doing, you are basically living your life and and doing something that is not illegal. That oh, I don't like that you're doing this, and so we're going to go after you. Uh, Wait a second, I'm not breaking the law. Well, guess what? You are now because we say you are. And, no, they can't do that. But that's what they're doing. They are—they don't have the legal authority to do what they're doing. They don't have the moral authority to do what they're doing. They have no authority whatsoever to do what they're doing. But that doesn't stop them from doing it. Why? Because they're the ones with the badge and the gun. And to lie against them and to say you can't, they put you in jail. Well, they don't have the right to put you in jail, but you're in jail anyway. You're in jail anyway. So what do we do? What happens is that action becomes, what is that that they're doing? What is that they're doing? A long trail of abuses and assertions pursuing an in a variable the same object and vices a design to reduce them under absolute depotism. It is their right, it is their duty to throw off such government and provide new guards for their future security. So we have the FBI committing a long train of abuses going back to World War I, a long train of abuses and assertions, in vices a design of absolute despotism. right? It is the right of the American citizen, and it is the duty of the American citizen, to overthrow the FBI, or the government, with that as the, being the absolute depotism, and institute new guards for the future of security. Hmm, that's, that's, what, uh, hmm. what do we do here? What do we do here? What, that, what, what actions do we do to stop this? Right? a well-regulated militia, militia divined by the founding fathers as armed citizen, being necessary for the security of a free state. The right of the people to keep and bear arms shall not be infringed. What's interesting about the Second Amendment, as there was a whole academic paper written about this, is that the punctuation in the Second Amendment, when it was reprinted and copied, there was an error in the copy. The original con- um, Bill of Rights that was passed and ratified had a semicolon between after free state semicolon the right of the people to keep and bear arms shall not be infringed. On the original copy, there is a semicolon, but then when it was published in all the newspapers, it was a comma. And um, it's an it's an academic. Thing, but the, the right of the people to keep in bear arms shall not be infringed. So there you go. Hmm, so we have the right to keep in bear arms in order to basically protect ourselves from absolute despotism. when it is b- that we have the right and the duty to resist. Huh, interesting conceptual framework as we move on. Keep that in mind as we move on
4: nationwide domestic surveillance system including wiretapping and, and it really looks like the intent of the FBI is to spy on us and particularly when you look at what they miss right you had Nicholas Cruz the Stoneman Douglas shooter who killed 17 people at Marjorie Stoneman uh, Douglas uh, he posted on YouTube that he was going to be a school shooter the yeah. FBI was aware of this you look at uh, Fort Hood as well the FBI had the opportunity to intervene uh, with the Pulse nightclub shooting
0: well first of all the Here's the thing. None of those acts, none of those acts were carried out by the true enemy of the FBI, conservatives. Okay. (laughs) See, that's the issue here. They weren't carried out by Republicans. So the FBI, pretty much the only FBI, what the FBI does is it monitors and tracks and and goes after and targets conservatives. If you were not a conservative, basically, basically you have a free pass from the FBI. The Fort Hood shooting is what she's referring to. is happened during the Obama administration, um, and it was a it was an Islamic military officer, a major, who was only a major because he was promoted because he's a, he was a Muslim and they they admitted they no one wanted him and and to get rid of no one wanted him. he was at different postings right, and no one wanted him there. they wanted to get rid of him because he's nuts he was he was a islamic uh pro terrorist activist, but you can't say that because that would be you know anti Islamic right. Um, wokeism back in the Obama administration. So what? Because Obama is a Muslim, so you can't say negative things about Muslims. Um, and so, so what did what did they do? To how do you get rid of somebody you don't want in your command? You promote them out, right? You give them a promotion to to where they would go to another command. And that's what they did. They promoted him out over and over again. He received more promotions faster than pretty much anyone else in his rank class, and and he and it was because nobody wanted him. On his business card, he had he had A O G, Army of God, on his business card, which is which is an Islamic terror um, organization. Okay, he is he is, he was and is a terrorist. And he killed a bunch of people committing an act of terrorism on the people at Fort Hood. Now, Obama ruled it workplace violence so that the people who were wounded during the war on terror at Fort Hood, none of those people received a Purple Heart when they were entitled to it. Because they were wounded in an act of war committed by an enemy combatant. That's the, see, this is, you know, this is the issue here, is how you define things has f- drastic effects on, on, on how things are perceived and how things are handled and how things are dealt with. Right? So, so you know, I want you to keep that in mi- mindset in place, is that the target, this is all about targeting conservatives targeting conservatives and they pass over and and wait for to resolve other things and they just pass over it because they don't have a task force for doing those things they have a task force for going after conservatives
4: as well which i think killed 49 people in orlando the uh, boston bombers as well but you've got 80 fbi agents dedicated towards censoring americans including jokes which are very obvious that they're jokes yet they miss the big ones they miss the big things they're supposed to stop or they're instigating it like january 6th and
0: yeah so they don't have see january 6th that was all instigated by basically covert military covert fbi agents that, that that's and if you actually seen the video they took it down it was actually on youtube i actually saw the video um they had guards removing barricades and letting them into the building they had barricades up and they were outside of the building and and guards uh uh guards remove the barricades. They were guards removing the barricades and open the doors and let them in. It was a staged event by FBI covert ops by the FBI. That's a fact. Okay, there's evidence of that. There's email messages of that. There's the, this, it was reported that they were planning this. And, Trump's, and Trump even went to Nancy Pelosi and offered National Guard troops, and she said no, because she knew it was a staged event. And the whole January 6th, they knew it was a staged event. They would not let cross-examinations because they knew under cross-examination from real conservatives, they wouldn't even let real conservatives on the on the committee because, ooh, they could not uh, let Worry on there, or, or Rand Paul, or or Tim Scott. Let these people on there to actually ask real questions and cross-examine them. No, because they would basically, you know, show that they, it was a covert, it was a covert staged event by the FBI.
4: Duh the uh, Gretchen Whitmer kidnapping plot.
3: Yeah, good point. 80 is a lot. Um, Raymond, I want to have all of us listen to Dan Bongino, um, host of Unfiltered here, and Fox and Friends Weekend. Um, He makes a really good point about what the FBI's role is. Let's listen to this.
2: When you're acting on behalf of the Secret Service, the DEA, or the FBI, it is assumed Assume that obviously you are acting on behalf of the United States government, right? So, if you're acting on behalf of the United States government, there are constraints on what you can do. Those constraints are limited by, you know, by you know, the Constitution. And remember?
0: <laughs> oh yeah, there, the, the, you, when you're working for the FBI, like Twitter is and YouTube are, um, they they are basically accessories. They are basically parts of the FBI because the FBI is basically controlling them. So so basically the constitution then applies to to social media because if they're being controlled by the FBI then the constitution then applies to them. That's basically the law. <laughs> oh, dumbass is to democrats as air is to breathing.
2: The FBI to do this kind of stuff guys has a process. There's rules of evidence. There are criminal trials. You can't just willy-nilly go to private companies and go, take this down, take that. That's not the way this works.
0: Well, obviously that's the way it works because that's what's happening. <laughs> so we're going to go down to uh, Hawley. Okay, we're going to delete that. And um, because I want to get in on this. This is this is um, uh, Senator Hawley confronts FBI Director Wary, uh, pants on fire over controversial report. So, what does Senator Hawley have to say to pants on fire? Let's find out. What what does what does Wally have to say to pants on fire? Put that into the record, and I will now recognize the senator from Missouri, Senator Hawley.
5: Thank you, Mr. Chairman. Uh, Director Ray, I sent you a letter last week about the FBI's decision to try to obtain sensitive personal information. Related to concealed carry permits in the state of Missouri, I've got the letter right here. Have you see
0: the thing is, is that the FBI is not allowed to gather information on concealed carry individuals. Um, once here's the thing: when you go and buy a gun, you are you are legally owned, able to do it. They are not allowed to create a database of who has a concealed carry permit. That's they don't have the legal authority to do that. Okay, so that's that's the law. That's the law. And that's what he's referring to.
2: Read this. I I have had a chance to to glance to glance at it. Yes.
5: Good. So let's talk a little bit about it. Uh, Why is the FBI attempting to audit concealed carry permit records in the state of Missouri? So because the
0: FBI doesn't want Ameri- doesn't does not think that the Second Amendment is a legitimate amendment they want to throw out the Constitution they want to take away all the constitutional rights that we have in the Constitution they want to shred the Constitution they want to shred the Declaration of Independence they want to institute a communist authoritarian regime where they are basically the Gestapo
2: Oh so I, I guess the first thing I would say is we will get you a longer more Detailed uh, and specific response to your letter. Um, I am generally familiar with the kind of audits that we're talking
0: about, so I can give you a little information now, but the the kind of audits um, audits that they're talking about are basically illegal audits. Yeah, another illegal activity by by the FBI director pants on fire.
2: We will follow up with you in writing uh,
0: to give you a more fulsome answer to your letter. We will follow up in writing to shovel more bullshit to cover my pants on fire with bullshit. That's, that's basically what is happening here. He wants to cover his burning ass with bullshit because he wants to cover up the fact that he's committing a crime yet again. Yet again.
2: The, the kinds of audits that we're talking about are routine audits that are conducted... Uh, by our Sieges Division, which also encompasses NICS, among other things. Uh, These are audits that we do not with agents. There are no agents out talking to people. Um, They are routine audits of the system to make sure the system is being used properly. And they do that at the direction of an advisory policy board that is... Uh, manned with not just FBI agents, frankly not just federal law enforcement, but state and local law enforcement from all over the country.
0: Uh, okay, first of all, first of all, the gun permit is a county and state is actually issued by a county, right? The county sheriff determines if you can get a gun permit. Okay, it is not a federal action. It is not a state action. It's a county action. Okay, the county sheriff, elected body, is in charge of this. Okay, they have no authority to basically audit anything. Okay, it doesn't exist. Well, then what they should be doing is not auditing who has gun permits, who has concealed carry permits, is do they have people on the... Um, The fingerprint um, uh, list, such as people with mental illness, that they they're not doing that because of HIPAA. Okay, do they have all the criminals posted on the list? So, where when they do fingerprint, it's the fingerprint system that they need that they should be auditing, that they have a legal right to be auditing, because that's the only thing federal on it is the fingerprint list, right? Is the fingerprint Aspect of it. Once you pass the fingerprint, it's basically, do you have a a gun permit, uh, a concealed carry permit? It is not an FBI or federal issue. It is a county issue. It is a county issue. And then once a county sheriff gives you a, a concealed carry permit, then that permit is good throughout the entire state. It is a state permit that is issued and approved of by the county sheriff, okay, where you reside. The Federal Bureau of Investigation or the Federal Bureau of Incompetence has no authority in it at all. That's what the whole issue is.
2: And so these audits... Go on. Uh, they look at small samples in order to make sure the system's being used properly. They're not focused on individuals uh, or their uh,
0: Second Amendment rights or anything like that. And in fact, oh really? Then why do you have then why do you have eighty agents working at social media, whose sole purpose it is is to gather in, in illegal intelligence for on conservatives? Hmm. Can we trust what you say? No.
2: Uh, these audits, which go on. As I said, you know, every three years, I think, is the cycle. We had one uh, in, in your home state in 2018, for example, and I think it was very uneventful, and I would expect this one to be as well. You're,
5: you're correct that there was one in 2018, and what the sheriffs of Missouri say in 2018 is that the FBI did not request concealed carry records. You are requesting it this year. In the state of Missouri, only the sheriffs have these concealed carry records because Missouri law explicitly forbids concealed carry permit information to be turned over to state officials or to federal officials for reasons that you can surely understand. We've seen recently what's happened in California, for instance, when gun owners are are exposed, their personal information put out into the public record. So, uh, Yeah,
0: and this is why I want to move to Missouri.
5: Honestly, Missouri is moving up on my
0: list. I love this guy. Oh, I love this guy. This is a great senator. He he is... Man, good job... Uh, um, Holly, kick his kick pants on fire's ass.
5: I just want to understand why it is the FBI is now seeking from our sheriffs. and we're talking about multiple sheriffs who have comment who have, who have contacted me, who have contacted other state officials, who have spoken to the press, saying that the FBI is now asking for the names of concealed carry permit holders in the state of Missouri. Why is that if you've not done it before? I don't understand. Well, again, I'm going to have to look deeper into to give you a more fulsome
0: answer to your question. See, he basically, he, see, he doesn't, he's basically covering up. He knows that this is going to be brought up on questioning. Because guess what? Senator Wary sent him a request of information to his office for this hearing. So he knew pants on fire knew that this would be brought up he knew that this would be a line of questioning oh but he doesn't he's not prepared to answer he has to do more research are do you even read your mail <laughs> well are you are do you have any kind of level of a comp, of a competency at all no you don't have any level of incom, of competency you are 100% incompetent you liar liar pants on fire moving on uh my understanding my limited understanding uh as we said. Ser- my limited understanding of my limited ability to be to understand my job <laughs> he's such a dumbass idiot oh man he, he, okay where he said he sent this request of information and clarification to his office before the hearing okay Wary pants on fire knew he was going to be before this committee. Knew that he was going to be questioned by Senator Wary, um, s- Senator Hawley, about this. So he knew it, but he doesn't have his limited understanding, his limited ability to understand it, uh, to understand the, the 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 course of it when he was told in advance about it. Dumbass, dumbass. Dumbass did it right now. not having a chance to drill into it more deeply. He did have a chance to drill in it more deeply. That's why Senator um, Hawley sent him a request for information about it. Okay, that's the issue here. Senator Wally sent him a request of information that was stated at the beginning. But is that the uh, that under Missouri state law,
2: checks for concealed carry permits are run using one of those systems that sieges administer? So, in order to be able to determine that the system is being used properly, consistent with the audit, consistent with the direction of the advisory policy board. I think that
5: may explain the answer, but so, again, okay. let, me, let me
2: follow up with you in so you, more detail in writing.
5: Okay, so you can confirm, though, it sounds like you're saying that indeed the FBI is asking for, for records, because you just said that would be the reason for requesting this information. I, I don't know that.
0: <laughs> now he's trying to cover his ass yet again. This guy is so stupid. Pants on fire, liar, liar, pants on fire, liar, liar, pants on fire
2: that for a fact, but that's what I've heard that maybe part of may explain the disconnect, but I'm not sure Well, it heard from
5: whom you say you've heard. Heard from your agents or heard from, from
2: people within the, our organization, yes. So okay. Trying to, so I'm trying to, in the middle of everything else, trying to unpack what exactly is going on with the, the dust-up over this particular audit.
5: Well, you say in the middle of everything else. You can understand, I hope, why this would be of significance to the people of Missouri. Absolutely, and that's why I've committed to you that we will make sure
2: we get you a detailed response. in writing.
0: See, a detailed response in writing. He already asked for it beforehand, before the hearing, and sent it to you, and you were coming to the hearing knowing that he was going to ask you about it. So you basically should have had that information right at your hands. You should have had that report, that detailed writing, to be able to give him at this hearing. To go over that information, that detailed report at the hearing. That would have been doing your job and doing your job properly. You had advance notice that he was going to be asking you for this information. And you didn't you didn't do a deep dive into it? Did you even, you're just shoveling bullshit? I mean, what, 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 where is he getting, you know, well, they told me, I heard, I heard, you know, they were talking about some shit, and were, somebody else was talking about Missouri, so maybe that's what they were talking about, I don't know. It's like, this is the incompetent. this is the level of, a, of efficiency, this is the level of competency, which does not exist, at the FBI. Right. A non-legitimate law enforcement agency that has no legal right to do anything that they're doing because they're breaking the law at every turn.
5: What 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 could you possibly be doing I mean, with the personal information of these individuals? Let me ask you this way. Are you doing this in other states as well? Or are you going to other states and asking for concealed uh, records, concealed carry permit records in other states, too? Or is it just Missouri? I know we are doing audits these routine audits in some other states, but I don't know, I think
2: it's a function of different state laws as to what exactly is within scope in terms of the use of the system.
5: Why are you asking for it now from the state of Missouri or from our sheriffs when you didn't ask for it in the past? Again, I'm going to have to get more information to be able to provide you a written response to your letter. The, what What steps would the FBI take to make sure the information remains private if you're able to obtain it from these sheriffs all across Missouri? Uh, again I'm
2: uh, the same answer I really want to be careful not to um speak when
0: I don't have all the facts. Okay. He doesn't want to divulge what he's actually going to do to it. He doesn't want to tell what we're going to do is we're going to surveil these these conservative gun owners and we're going to figure out a way to take their gun rights away. Yeah. That's what's going to happen. Right. Um also what has done with the left has done when it comes to gun rights is um, they have gone after single fathers who take their kids hunting and take their kids away. That has happened in several states. They have um, fired them from jobs because they found out they were gun owners and concealed carry permit holders. Um, they went to those employers and got people fired. So this is the something that is happening with the left. You know, they target gun owners and target conservatives um, when they get that information. And they are not entitled to it. But that doesn't stop them because guess what? They're the FBI and they can do whatever the hell they want regardless of the law because they don't obey the law. They are an agency above the law and the law doesn't apply to them. And uh, that's not true. They are a non-legitimate law enforcement agency. They are no different than authoritarian thugs that basically are stormtroopers with guns. And if you don't like it, they'll just, you know, shoot you. They don't give a shit. They'll throw your ass in jail. Oh, how, oh how, where, is the, where is the trials for the people that are being held into January 6th? They're in solitary confinement without charges being filed. And a lot of them haven't even been able to see a lawyer. Where's that? That's authoritarian that's political prisoner shit. They have no this is this is the crap we're dealing with in this country, these Democrats. You know, this is this is why these elections are so vitally important. Because they will come after you. They will come after you. Right? First it will be you know, conservatives, and it will be gun owners, and then it will be um, people who, who, you just, you don't, you, you disagree with the way they're, cal- you, you, illegal votes, such as, oh, dead people voting, and you disagree with that, they'll come after you and target you, and then and then de-platform you, which could cost you jobs, and get you fired at work, and this is the shit they're doing. This is the shit they're doing. Right? They're going after religious groups. They're going out. This is the crap that they're shoveling, and this is why this country is at a perilous position right now. That's why this country is at a, especially with the state of California doing want want to basically give 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 African Americans three hundred and fifty thousand dollars of taxpayer money. Uh, that's going to cause a civil war right there, because I'm not paying that. I'm not paying that at all. You know, and <laughs> shit, no. You know, that's that's bullshit. I never owned slaves, so why do I have to pay a tax about it? Uh-uh, hell no. This is the shit that we're dealing with here. They promise bullshit, and if you disagree with it, they come after you. I've had the teachers' union the California Teachers Union threatened to kill me on two separate occasions. One, because I was, I was campaigning, I was and signing a petition for a recall of Gray Davis. The, the California Teachers Association, the CTA, sent someone to my house and threatened to cut my head off. Because I was encouraging people to vote out Gray Davis. In a recall election. In the last Bush election, I was subbing and I was subbing at a Fresno Unified School. It was lunchtime. I was having my lunch in the faculty lunchroom. A teachers' union representative came and sat at my table and threatened my life if I voted for Bush. Okay? This is the shit that the left does. You don't like it, they threaten to kill you, they threaten to harm you. When I was an employee for the federal government at the IRS, this woman came up to me, a conservative, who did not want to join the, t- the, the, the union at the IRS for rel- for because they give money to politicians that violate her religious beliefs. And they threatened her. They said, Scott, I joined the union. I didn't want to, but they threatened me. They threatened my family. They threatened my husband. They threatened to get my husband fired at his job to force her to pay the union dues and to join the union. This is the kind of crap that the left does. When I was 14, I was going into a grocery store and a teamster tried to hit me in the head with a two-by-four, right? Because I was crossing a picket line. And a poli- the store manager called the police. The police car drove up. An off-duty officer, union, was protesting with the, with the union to show sol- union solidarity, showed his badge to the police car. The police car drove off. This is the kind of crap that the left does, right? So, so these are personal experiences from me and people I've known, okay? And you should have seen the look in her face, that woman at the IRS. She was crying. She was scared. She was scared for the li- her life. She was scared for the life of her children. She was scared for her husband's job. She was terrified. They terrified her. They provide- That was a mental hostile work environment. They scared the crap out of her to force her to pay union dues. And that is a federal government employee that did that. Because of her religious viewpoint, they they tried that shit with me, and I told them. I says, I said, dude, I'll, I'll shove it, I'll I'll break off a, a, a two by four and shove it up your ass. That's what I told the union rep. I said, come after me, come after me. It's not the first time people threaten to kill me. Yeah, and so this is the kind of crap that the left does. They don't care. They don't care. They commit crime after crime after crime and the left covers it up, covers it up, covers it up. They don't care. They have... Psh, they don't give a crap. They they don't... They commit... All the violent... Oh, the Bernie bro shot up a bunch of of uh, Republicans playing baseball, hmm. and then no, well, you know he's mentally ill. He was not mentally ill. He just wanted to kill Republicans. You know, this is the kind of bullshit that we're dealing with here. You know, and look at the crap that they're doing at the border all of these all of these democrats in this entire administration are criminal thugs accessories to child rape accessories to sex trafficking they're accessories to drug trafficking and pretty much responsible for making fentanyl poisoning the number one cause of death in this country that's what that's the that is the legacy of the democrats in this country and we're going to stop it there and um because any more of this and I might say something that I might regret might regret so we're going to cover we're going to come back at another time and we're going to have another another viewing um of, there's so much that I have that I need to get through and um so thank you for listening to the Tea Party Policy Chat, and I'm out of tea. And so that we're going to sign off, and thank you for listening to the Tea Party Policy Chat podcast. There are links in the show notes, so please could help contribute. Buy me a cup of coffee and a pot, and a PayPal donate tab. Links in the show notes. Thank you very much, and God bless America. Yes, America. America, uh, Stanford University says I'm not allowed to say America. America, 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 America. Shove that, Stanford University. God bless you all, and goodbye. (laughs) Oh, that's so funny. (laughs)